Since the beginning of time, civilizations have asked the questions. What is the human soul? How do we know it exists? Do we control our reality? Or are we actually living within a dream? What truly happens when we pass away? Join two of the world's leading experts in higher consciousness, and discover the truth about the soul, and the path to enlightenment. This is, The Living Soul. Welcome to our first segment of The Living Soul. My name is Dr. Mitchell Gibson. And I'm Kathy Gibson. And you might wonder, why are these two people in my house? Why are they on public television? What did they do to, to deserve to get a TV show? What is their expertise? Let's tell them who we are and why we're here. Probably a good idea. Um, as he said, my name is Kathy Gibson, and I am a spiritual teacher, uh, entrepreneur, a mother, and a spiritual person. And for the first 40 years of my life, I grew up as a Christian. I was a preacher's daughter. My father was a Baptist minister. And as you can imagine, we were in church all the time. What do you mean by all the time? You know, you were there on Mondays, on Wednesdays. First, you had choir practice. You had youth meeting. You had, uh, and I was teacher of the Sunday school. So what, I would what do you do in church on a Wednesday? Bible study. Oh. Just have Bible study. Okay. So we did Bible study, and then you know, in youth groups, there's always activities, and then of course Sundays where you go in the morning and afternoon, and sometimes there was evening service. So we were in church all the time, literally, except for Saturday. Except for Saturday, sometimes there were Saturday events. Uh, as you can imagine, my father being a pastor, my mother, she also had a, uh, a mission. She was a songstress, and she sang in prisons and to those who were sick and shut in and she would she felt the need that they should hear God's uh, voice and word and, and song and so she had a ministry of songs and so we would support her and she would go around and didn't go into the prisons with her but you know it was just something that we did and and for the first 40 years of my life it had tremendous meaning for me it it, it helped me in many ways especially during some very tough times in my life but then in 1995, I had an experience uh, with the Creator that changed the trajectory of, of my beliefs. And I believe that because of that uh, experience that I had, uh, I became more of a spiritual person. I was more open-minded. And I started traveling the world and meeting different cultures and people. And it changed how I thought. And with the different practices that I have learned over the years, uh, it has changed my outlook on life. I'm a very positive person. I believe that there are things that you can do with your consciousness that can change your life. And what we want to do in, in this broadcast is to introduce you to the things and experiences that we have had over the years and share those things with you and hopefully they will change your life as well. We have traveled to over 50 countries. We've lectured in more countries than I can count, more cities than we can count. And we've been doing this for 20 years, more than 20 years. Uh, I'm an author, my wife is an author, I'm a psychiatrist, a board certified psychiatrist. I retired from the practice of medicine. I used to have a practice in Phoenix, Arizona. 
and in Mesa, Arizona for the better part of 20 years. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, I learned that medicine is not the last answer in healing. And so when you look at the concept of healing and you look at the concepts of meditation and higher consciousness, what you find is that central to understanding those concepts is an understanding of the soul, the human soul. And when you look at the human soul, you try to find literature on it, you try to find what it looks like, you try to find some writing on the anatomy of the soul, you find that you can't find anything. That's true. There's not much writing about what the soul looks like, there's not much writing about the dynamics of the soul, how the soul looks in the body, how it functions in the body. More than anything, you find that there's a lot of philosophy mm -hmm. written about the soul. There's a lot of conjecture, a lot of uh, people writing about what they think it should do. Mm -hmm. There's very little about the actual dynamics and anatomy and structure and function of the soul. So this show, uh, one of the shows we're going to do is, is going to show you in a little bit what a soul looks like, how it functions, what it looks like in the body. We're also going to talk about what the soul does. How is it different from the human spirit? And that's a question that a lot of people ask us. Uh, we started out these seminars in Phoenix, Arizona. We did an mm -hmm. eight-day seminar. Eight days. Eight days, eight hours a day, yes. looking at the dynamics of the soul. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I used to fly outside of my body. I know now that it's called astral traveling, but I used to be able to go outside of my body and fly up into the sky. I would look at birds around me. I'd look at the clouds. I'd look down at cities. And I did this for years before I realized wasn't something most people could do. So you said you flew outside of your body. And I made the mistake once of telling my pastor that I could do that. Hmm. He sent me home <laughs> and told my mother to whip me because he thought that I was possessed by the devil. Hmm. And I said, I'm just lying outside of my body. He said, that's a power nobody should have. And hmm. so after that, I learned to keep it to myself <laughs> and not tell anybody. Thing. But in traveling outside of my body, I found that there were domains around us that were populated by other beings. I saw fairies, I saw angels, I saw cities up in the sky. I saw other worlds that were closer to us than the planets that NASA tells us about. I saw that reality is not at all what we were taught about. Mm -hmm. And as my consciousness grew and as it evolved, I started writing down these things and they became books like the bestseller, The First Darkness, Nine Insights, uh, The Living Soul is our first book, and we wrote a movie script that we're now shopping to different places in Hollywood. We've had some offers from different studios. And so The Living Soul, this television show, is going to introduce you to many aspects of the soul, how the soul looks, different paranormal and supernatural events that go on around us. We're going to talk about the universe in a way that you probably haven't seen before. We'll intersperse videos, we'll have some questions, we'll have interesting slides that you might want to look at and memorize in some ways. But we're going to have a good time and we're going to teach you in the same way that we've been teaching people all over the world for almost 20 years. So if you're still with us, join us for the next segment where we'll talk more about the human soul. Now you're going to enjoy a video that will look at the human soul and some mysteries around the universe that you can kind of take into our next part of our discussion. The Living Soul 
The human soul is the most mysterious and important aspect of our existence. Shrouded in mystery, it has been the subject of much study and speculation by philosophers, religious leaders, and scientists. There are many mysteries surrounding the soul. Let us examine a few of the most intriguing of these mysteries. How has this woman's body been perfectly preserved for more than 100 years? In Tadzjong, the Wright Canyon Caves, many humble yogis achieved the rainbow body. Solitary retreat practice is the fastest way to enlightenment. It costs roughly $25 per month. In 1959, most of these caves were destroyed. This being appeared to a local family, following the death of their mother. After talking with the family for more than six hours, it told them that it had to get back to heaven with their mother's soul. What is the figure in the picture? How did both occupants walk away without a scratch? In a transatlantic flight, the plane went into difficulty, and the pilot announced that they were going to crash land as the plane took a nose dive. One man on board decided to take a photograph. The plane suddenly took off into the air again, and everyone was saved. What is the difference between the soul and the spirit? The human spirit is 99.6% of who you really are. The human spirit is an infinite being, that never exits the body of God. It has an infinite lifespan, and an infinite level of intelligence. This is what a human soul looks like. The human soul weighs between 0.75 and 1.5 grams, but can weigh much more depending on the individual. The human soul has an average lifespan of about 35,000 years, but some souls live much longer than others. The soul has many layers. The first layer is an outer protective layer called the clipper. It protects the soul from outside forces. The main body of the soul weighs about a gram. It travels between worlds, and is deposited within the body at the time of birth. The main power source of the soul is called the prima. The prima, absorbs energy from the surrounding universe that is used by the soul for all its major functions. One of the major functions of the soul is called the sonan, which is the main energy that the soul knows itself and others by. The sonan and the prima, work together to give the soul its identity. The soul regulates all communication between the spirit, the higher mind, the unconscious mind, DNA, and the body. It is the power source for every life-related function, and dictates the lifespan of each incarnation. The soul also controls the overall level of consciousness of each individual, as well as the balance of sephirotic and glyphotic forces that affect the body. What is the human soul? How do we know it exists? Welcome back. The video you just saw talked about the soul and some mysteries of the universe that you probably haven't seen before. Let's take the main body of the soul and sort of describe what it is. As you saw, the soul weighs about a gram. In some people it weighs a little more, some people it weighs a little less. There was an interesting experiment done in the early part of the 1900s by a physician. 
who weighed not only animals, but he weighed people before and after death. And when he weighed them, he found that there was a consistent loss of weight from the body. And that loss of weight varied from animal to animal, person to person. He found that the soul had a definite weight. In some cases, he found that it weighed 21 grams. So the main body of the soul has weight. It has an appearance, which we, which we showed you. It also has a covering. And that covering is called the clippa. It is like a shell uh, that holds in the light of God, which is in everything. And this covering, or as we would say, blankets or layers around the soul, is for our protection. And it is not until we start to evolve that those layers start to dissolve. Because if you go into outside and you see the sun and it's at high noon and it's very bright, it's very difficult to look at the sun uh, with your eyes. You usually have to put on some sunglasses or put something over your eyes to, to lessen the intensity of that light. And that is exactly what it's like for the soul. God's light is so powerful that if you're not properly prepared in your consciousness and in your mind, that that light can hurt you, it can be harmful. So as you start to take on transformation and start to evolve, the layers of that light start to dissolve and that light then becomes a part of your being and it starts to change you from within. And that is what the clip is all about. It's there for your protection, but as you grow, it starts to dissolve and as it gets closer to all the covering being off, that's when you'll see that gem shape turn into a pearl shape and that is your soul. It takes away the faceted gem shape and it turns into a pearl shaped smooth object and that shows your transformation and evolution. That's why you see around the images of saints and holy people, you see this light coming off of them because as a person evolves, the energy of the soul shines through the body and you start seeing light around people. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a normal phenomenon, actually probably not normal because it's a sign of an evolved consciousness. The clip-up is very much like blankets that you would put over a very bright light source. If the soul, if all the energy of the soul was available for a person to just show to the world, it would be blinding. Everybody would be blinding everybody else. So the clippa is a covering over the soul that is very protective. Mm -hmm. The main body of the soul is a divine creation. It puts out a tremendous amount of energy. And this energy, we have to be protected from it. And over time, as we evolve, uh, as Kathy said, the clippa dissolved, so we no longer need it. After the clippa dissolved, there's other areas of the soul that begin to come out and begin to show themselves to the world. There's two other parts of the soul, the sonum and the prima, which we need to talk about when we come back from this quick break. The body of the soul puts out a tremendous amount of light. There's an ancient story about two men that wrote a book called the Zohar, which means the Book of Splendor, or the Book of Light. They wrote this book, and after they finished writing it, the power of God was so strong inside of them that they glowed with a blinding light. And when they went outside of the cave that they wrote it in, uh, their light was so strong that it killed animals, it killed sheep, it killed people. So the angel Gabriel commanded that they go back into the cave for a number of months until the light calmed down. Mm. And the light emanated from an area of the soul called the prima, which is the divine light source of the soul itself. The prima is the main power source of the soul. 
It is contained within the main body of the soul. And it's the part of the soul that gives us the ability to absorb energy from the sun. Uh, we're going to have an upcoming show talking about how to take in energy from the sun safely because you don't take, if you don't take it in safely, it will blind you. <laughs> you will die. You're, you're, well, you won't die, but you'll you burn out your retinas. and uh, it's, it's something that you can do safely, but you have to be taught. Mm -hmm. So Prima, you can take in from the universe. You can take in from the sun. You can take it in from food. You can take it in from water. You can take it in from the air. It's the light source that empowers the soul itself. Mm -hmm. Just imagine if you walk toward a closed door and you're getting ready to knock on the door and someone says, calls out your name, and you say, how did you know it was me? And the response is, I could smell the confusion. It's a mm. joke. But it's, I'm talking about the sonin. <laughs> but I'm talking about the sonin, which is your uh, vibrational energy. It is the energy that the Creator gave you when He created you, and it's how He knows each and every one of us. But this vibration is something that you carry around with you, and depending on your consciousness, your emotions, your evolution, it determines what kind of life you're going to have, because if you are a person who surrounds yourself with positive people, you, you go and do positive things, go to events where they're doing positive things in the events, then more than likely you're going to have a very positive life. So the sonin is like a broadcast that we all put out, and it's how we know each other. It is how we know each other. Okay. And the more you're around people, uh, the easier it is to determine who that person is. Even if you can't see them, you can feel their energy. It's like someone walking into a room and you know they're a very negative, angry person. You don't even have to turn around and look. You know who that person is just from their energy that comes in the room. I remember when I was practicing medicine, there were some people I would really look forward to them coming into the office. They mm -hmm. were happy, they were upbeat, and there were some people I knew they were going to just be angry, down, and some people I knew that I would have to pick them up because they were depressing and they were suicidal every time I saw mm -hmm. them. And so that signature vibration, I know very well what you're talking about. Yeah. People have a signature, and when you recognize it, that's the sonin that we're talking about. And it's a, a wonderful way to determine whether or not you should be around certain people, because that energy is around them, and you can feel it. Uh, don't ignore it, ladies. If you're around some gentleman and, and don't, the energy's not positive, you need to keep on stepping, because they're broadcasting what they're about. And the same thing can be said about yourself. So watch the things that you put in your mind, the things you listen to. Watch your emotional state because that all determines your own personal vibration. And the more positive it is, the more beautiful sephirotic energy you're going to draw into your life. So to recap, there are four main parts of the soul that we talked about. Mm -hmm. The main body of the soul, which carries the energy from God himself, which is part of the energy that we use to function, basically. Mm -hmm. It drives respiration or breathing, it drives your heartbeat, pushes the blood through your body. And then there's the main body of the soul. It's the part of you that goes from one lifetime to the next. It's the part of you that travels into your body from the time of your birth. And it's the part of you that recreates your body from infancy to old age through adulthood. Mm -hmm. There's the clippa, which is the shell or the layers around the soul that protects you from the light and energy and power of God until you're ready to transform yourself and really take your evolution seriously. It is there for your protection and is something that evolves and, and dissolves over time as you continue to grow. 
And then there's your vibration, your soul in that you put out that uh, people know you by. And the more positive energy you're around, the more positive life you're going to have. The more negative, then the more negative life. So it's really the one that you choose to feed at that point. There's a question that we get a lot of. Mm -hmm. The question is, how is the soul then different than the human spirit? Well, what is of, the difference? A lot of people think that it's the same thing, but there is a difference between the soul and the spirit. When you, when you look at the human soul, you can look at the soul as a messenger between the spiritual world and the physical world mm -hmm. in much the same way that you can look at a cloud. Clouds carry a lot of moisture, and the only way that that moisture can get from the cloud to the earth is through a messenger, mm -hmm. that messenger being a raindrop. Mm -hmm. So the cloud can be likened to a human spirit. The spirit never leaves the sky. The cloud never leaves the sky. The spirit never leaves the body of God. But the human soul leaves the cloud as a raindrop, using the metaphor, and it can go into water, it can go into a rake, lake, river, or stream, it can go into a human body, it can be uh, consumed by animals, but it is a part of the sky that comes to earth. The soul is a part of the spirit that comes to earth and therefore becomes part of the cycle of life. Mm -hmm. One thing I really like about uh, what you just said was that the spirit is always with the body of God because for no matter what's going on in your life, uh, living as a soul, a person with a human soul, part of you is always with God. And I know a lot of people feel lonely out there and they feel like there's no one that they can count on, there's no one that's with them, they don't have any family or friends. Knowing that that part of your essence is always with God and that God is always with you, He's inside of you, that should give you such comfort that no matter what you're facing on a day-to-day -day basis, that should give you reason to want to get up every day. So this is the, the part of our show that we want to make sure that everybody understands that this is what we're going to be teaching about the human soul and the things that evolve us and transform us into divine beings, which each and every one of us are. So thank you so much for joining us. We're going to have a brand new show for you next week. You've just now experienced the living soul.